What? No, Dracula wasn't in Scooby Doo. What are you thinking? Okay, okay if it wasn't Dracula, then it was like something. Manifesto. This is your boy Mark the Bear and Ryan the Raccoon, and together we are your humble podcast hosts. So let's get right into it. What's going on this week? Anything new and exciting with you, Ryan? Hell yeah! I bought a motorcycle. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! So that was actually a pretty uh, interesting and involved experience uh, doing that. Uh, dealing with sales salesmen like really. Uh, takes a lot out of you but before we can get into any of that i dude i have to share this weird decal like sticker that i saw on the back of some dude's truck so you tell me how you (laughs) how you interpret this the sticker said dirty hands clean money what the (laughs) fuck dirty hands clean money was there a all right, is is that it? Is that is that all the yeah, context all we said. get? That's is all that really said. it? I mean, the uh, I guess the the script or the the font. It was uh, how would how would you how would I describe it? Like a almost like a like a a gangster kind of script, but it, not like graffiti or or anything like that. But like a like like a weird Latin kind of like flair on it. So like a, a street flair to the font itself. That's the best way I can describe it. But yeah, it said. It said, dirty hands, clean money. Dirty hands, clean money. So, I don't so, get it. Like, that sounds like something that... <laughs> all right, all right. If, if, if I want to take it as, like, face value without, like, trying to read into the font or anything, yeah. just dirty hands, clean money tells me the person worked hard and thus got his hands dirty in order to make the money that he's made. Right, so like a day laborer. Yeah, like, or, or something. Work a, work a, works a dirty job, like a construction yeah, a hard, worker. Yeah, a hard worker who, yeah, who got his hands dirty therefore, to make the money. Therefore, the money is is clean. It, it was done in a, uh, legitimate, in a le- way. legitimate way. Yeah, okay. The, I, yeah, <laughs> but is that really what it meant? I mean, I don't know. Uh that's how he, I would interpret the phrase at face value. Dirty hands, clean money. Because... Okay, so so there's that way, but I also thought like, okay, are they implying that they are uh like a criminal and like <laughs> they've done like some illegitimate things, illegal things, therefore their hands are dirty, but like their money is clean as in they laundered it properly? <laughs> like yeah, that's what I, yeah, I was thinking. Like, or how you, else would you get clean money? Or you could wash money, like in the the washing machine or something, and you get the, the money could therefore be clean. So yeah, I guess you know it's two ways to look at it. But I was kind of perplexed about it. But. Yeah, so I guess that the context really does matter as far as like what kind of a truck this person was driving. What I mean, uh, you did mention the font of the, uh, you know, of of the sticker having kind of like that street yeah. gang kind of. It was a big truck. I think it was a Dodge Ram. Uh, License it, plate number? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but yeah, 
it, the truck itself wasn't dirty. It was clean. It was clean. Was it someone who just takes care, like a, a typical person who takes care of their truck clean, or I souped up this truck and I'm going to keep it clean because I, I like to stay fresh because, you know, we're part of a truck gang or something. It looked kind of stock. Like it didn't look oh, really. It, yeah, the truck itself didn't look like. Yeah, it didn't look like somebody like had thrown aftermarket parts like the big tires or anything. Right. So yeah. it, it looked pretty. It looked pretty stock. It had that. It had that sticker on it, and I can at least say the truck. It's the truck itself was clean, or at least it, it was not covered in like dirt and grime. Therefore, you know, it's obviously not like a work truck, right? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I thought that was I thought that was interesting because I saw it and I was like, and I actually thought about it, and like <laughs> I came up with like yeah two different routes, the the good route and then like the bad route, right? So yeah. I guess it's up to <laughs> it's up to interpretation. And this was all while, or this was at some point during your motorcycle shopping experience. Actually, yeah, I saw that on my way to the first dealer, Mancuso Power Sports. Nice. Yeah, uh, I was initially thinking about uh, getting a 300cc bike. BMW makes like a pretty cool looking 300cc bike. I was thinking about getting that, but the problem with that one it was it was single single cylinder and it only had like 33 horsepower. What? Well, I mean, you're not gonna get like a whole bunch of horsepower either on a motorcycle, but but I mean, wildly like underpowered. Yeah. Well, wasn't your first bike 300? Yes. Or was it? Le- okay. It was. It was a, a Ninja 300, 300 cc. But so, how does this feel compared to that one? My new one. Well, it rides pretty much exactly the same because I got a Ninja 650. Right. But like, no, I can I can tell. Like, it's you feel a, that difference. Yeah, yeah. You feel that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna suit you really well. I think that's perfect for you, dude. Like, it's almost as if I never stopped writing like it got back on and it just felt natural yeah was, I, I, I knew it was gonna i knew you were not gonna have any problems with that that's cool yeah so that was it was really fun hot as fuck but uh <laughs> yeah it was it was good my first ride was all the way from uh the gulf freeway so uh for anybody in houston uh alameda genoa and i'm um, 45 and i had to take that up yeah it was probably like a good hour and a half with all the traffic. But. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Well, I went back roads. I didn't take it on the freeway. I went a bunch of back roads. So, I mean, I put that that burden onto myself. But. Yeah. No, that's probably smart. After not riding for how yeah. long? How many years? My accident was uh, in 2018. No way. That recent? Shit. I thought that it was might have like- been 17. It might have been 17. Okay. It might have been 17. I could be wrong. Um. But yeah. So, three or four years. Yeah. Nice. Whatever. Feels good to be back. Well, congrats. Congrats on the new purchase. Thank you, sir. Be safe. Always. Don't be stupid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Watch out for f- dumbasses on the road. Yeah, retards. They're everywhere. Oh, man. I don't know what like what it is about people driving right now. Like People are jerks. And it's... It's not even like a, a productive kind of like jerk, you know, like it's the kind where you're trying to get on the freeway. So, you, so you're on that ramp, right? You're getting on the freeway and 
you just have to get what, at least one lane over so you can get off the ramp lane. Yeah, the the entrance exit lane. Yeah. yeah. And people refuse to let you in. <laughs> yes. And when there's traffic, there's no point in ref- like c- not allowing you to get in. They're, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, but you're stopping them for an extra car length. <laughs> well, uh, that's how it works. It is infuriating. <laughs> My God, like just you know, just something as simple as, as that can can really ruin somebody's day, or at least you know the hour. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I my my uh, my way around that is I stay on that lane if I can't find an entrance. Actually, on the way here today, that's exactly what I did because there's a lot of traffic. And sure, I could have found an entrance, but I said, well, if I just stay here, I could exit and get right back on. I skip like yeah, you, you actually, know, this yeah, quarter mile chunk of, of traffic <laughs> because the other ramp was was just was just fine. But that's just the way it is. I don't know if that's illegal or not, though. But I would I would think not, right? Yeah, if I know. Well, because I, I I hear I, I've heard this that you know if you're at a stoplight or something and there's like a shopping center and you need to turn right. And the shopping center is on your right side, and but there's cars, and and you know it's gonna take like two or three cycles before you get to the road, you know, to the light, so that you could turn right. Yeah, okay. That yeah. turning in through the shopping center and getting on that road, like just by going through the parking lot, is not legal, is what I heard. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've heard that too. Is that the case? It's got. It's got to be the case. It's got to be. But at the same time, I wonder like how? What's what's the penalty? Like, what are they charging you with? And how can they prove that, like, what if you went in and then because you legitimately wanted to go to the store there, but then you had second thoughts or like, oh, fuck it, never mind. I'm not going to go to the store. Like, how can they tell you, how can they tell you otherwise that you weren't actually intending to do that? And then you just change your mind. Like, can't be illegal to change your mind. It's just that on the surface, the actions that you took are illegal. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how true that that statement is. If, That's a good point. Yeah, I've I've always thought that. Like I've I've always thought if I'm gonna do this, my story is I was going to go there, and then decided up oh, too many people here. So then I just went along my way, and so be it. But you know, let's see how that holds up in court. Well. <laughs> If you make me overthink it, that I'll drive up and down one one <laughs> one of the parking lanes, like as if I was looking for a parking spot, that should wash everything, right? That that washes your the illegal m- motion. Or could you like pull into a parking spot and then pull out and then? Man, leave? that's so yeah, that's, that's so that's, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought just going up and down one one parking thing is because that in itself could be traffic for all the stupid asses who are like waiting for the very front parking spot for like three minutes for the family of four to load their entire groceries into the van and you know it's going to take another two minutes to get the kids strapped in and they're still waiting whereas you could have parked at the very back and you you walk right past their waiting ass car so yeah i don't know that's not my favorite spot <laughs> this is closer i'm gonna wait for this <laughs> yeah oh what a mess i agree that's our society so what's up for today I've got something in mind, but I don't know if we're ready for this. Why not? Well, I don't know. It's a little different from what we've been doing lately. Like, you know, usually we take on a topic and 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 we dive into it, right? We see where where that goes. But I had a thought the other day 
and I don't know, call me crazy, but it was kind of an existential thought. <laughs> and it involved, like everything else that we do on here, it involved a question. And that question was who? Who? Yeah, who? So who are you? Who am I? Who are we? Right? Well, that question came to mind. I can't give you the context for it because I really don't remember. I was, uh, I don't know what the heck I was doing, probably playing Rocket League or something. But I think it was... Getting lit. Uh, yeah, I got. Um, I was getting kind of lit. But I think it involved accidentally saying, what am I instead of who am I? And I say, wait, what am I? Well, I'm a human. But wait, who am I is probably the real question. But it had me wondering, well, why do we even have the question who? So in the English language, and I don't know, maybe in all languages, just a different translation, we have what, five questions, right? We got who, what, when, where, and why. And then you probably have like how, right? How's kind of like that second, that offshoot question. But those are our question words. So we, we, know, we know how to ask what things are, where things are, when in relation to time, but who is specifically for humans, right? And I just thought, well, shit, if humans didn't exist, and let's not go into the realm of, well, questions won't exist, not quite yet, but if humans didn't exist, would we even have the question who? You know what I'm saying? Like, so you wipe out all the humans in the in the world, and or you leave one human in the world, would he or she ever have to ask the question who? Okay, if there's um, no one to figure out yeah. who they are. All right, so like I said, I knew I know this is gonna get kind of weird. And I don't know where the fuck this is gonna go. Can but. we uh, can we step outside of the Earth and like you and I step outside of the Earth that is complete completely void of human beings? And or I guess let's still keep the animals. Everything like, everything is in its natural course of things sure yeah um you and i are some omni omni omnipresent omnipresent yeah being beings co-beings co-omnipresent beings yeah uh so so if we're looking at the earth from our perspective yeah i don't think that we do well if we are if we're discussing a particular animal and like maybe Zebra X is doing some behavior, right? But we say, we wouldn't say who, right? It's we say we say what, which, what, wait, wait, what which? is, yeah, which, well, or would we assign names to the zebras? Therefore, like you'd be like, uh, Chris, the zebra is drinking from the stream, and you go, wait, wait, who? Oh. Or or would you go? So it's the identity part. It's the 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 moment that we assign an identity like a unique identifier to an animal or a plant. Is that when you would like, is that an applicable situation where you could ask who? I mean, I mean, I'm inclined, I'm inclined to say, to say yes, but now think about this. What about plants though? You can't, even if you named your plants, you don't say who's this little tree right here. Like, (laughs) or do you, you can, I guess. All right, but what were you going to say? You okay, said- so yeah, now now consider this. Now there is only one person. Let's say I'm out of the picture now. You are the only uh you are the only 
what word am I thinking? Is it omnipresence? Is is that a word? Is that well, a- omnipresence means you're all over the like you you are all over the place. Okay, you are the godlike figure. Yeah, you are. It's just you. I'm out of the picture now. Now you're looking. You're looking at. I don't know, Chris the zebra. Who you, who named him Chris? Well, let's say you did. So am I a who at this point in time as well? We'll see. Okay, I I don't know. So well, l- we, we, let me finish. Well, hold on, because I just said who named him Chris, and you said you did. Now, am I a person though? Yeah, but that wasn't part of like the scenario. I'm just or, saying or, like or, yeah. or, or, whatever. So now now it's just you looking into onto the earth. You're looking upon the earth. I don't. And uh, all over the earth because I'm omnip- omnipresent, right? Or, and you're focusing on Zebra X. Let's say you called him Chris. And Chris, Chris Chris is drinking from the stream. Now, you just looking at Chris the zebra drinking from the stream, it's just an observation. Because you have no other person to share that experience with, how would you even, like, how would you even, I guess, bring up the, the question of who, right? Well, even in, what about in self-dialogue? Would I ever say, who is that? Or would I say, which zebra is that one? Is that one Chris? Or is that one John? Or is that one Mary? Yeah, I think you would say, which zebra? Like, uh, which zebra is this? Were you the one that was just drinking from the stream? Or is it, were, were you the zebra that was eating the leaves? You know, like. And if I could talk to the zebra, would I say, who are you? Or which zebra are you? Are you Chris? Or, you know, like. I feel like you would only do that if they had the capacity to respond. Well, let's say I could communicate with them. You could communicate, and they could oh, they communicate. Hold, could- hold on, this might confuse things. Hold on, never mind, never mind. Let's take that one step back. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Forget the fact that they could communicate. But even if I'm just even in my own self dialogue, trying to determine who the zebra is or which one that zebra is, even if I put the identity and the names and you know know their personalities or whatever, you know, because they have different characteristics or quirks. Would I ever still, would I ever use who if there are no other human beings around to and share all, the experience with? Right. Right. Would I, or may, maybe not even like humans, but like another, om, like an omnipresence. So another omnipresence now would, would that you could communicate with, right. That you could so, share that you could share a moment. So you you were there with me too, right? We were two um like before on the before, first before yeah we were two um um not omniscient on omnipresent. If we're omniscient, that means we know everything, right? And if we knew everything, we wouldn't be asking these questions. So just omnipresent. <laughs> uh, if we were both these omnipresent beings, which means we're everywhere at the same time, how do we know which one is which if we're all over the place at the same? So all right, never mind. We're getting to some weird shit there. Okay, but if how I'm about- with you. How would I address you, and how would you address me? Uh, yeah, this is getting this is gonna get stupid because I, I'm. So this is the whole point of everything. Is like I feel like we as humans, and I know we are whatever intelligent beings that have created language, right? Right. Yes. Okay, we created language. <laughs> I mean, we who else? Born inherently with it. <laughs> who else created language? All right, so we did. So. We found that it was necessary that of all the questions that we could ask, one of those questions is going to be directly related to humans or a little more generally to 
identifying humans or even animals that can have that can be treated like a human you know because like so if you have a pack of dogs right like you go to you go to you go to a friend's house and they have like three or four dogs and they're all like from the same litter all like you know golden retriever puppies or whatever and they all attack you and then one of them jumps on your lap you'd probably say oh who's this or would you say which one is this one I mean, I don't know. It depends on on, 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 on the person. But I feel yeah. like in that moment, it is appropriate. One of the things that you could say is, who is this? That's appropriate in that in that, in that uh, scenario. Yeah. Like, who is this? Because it is a dog that will have a separate personality from the other dogs. Right. But I don't think I, – I, I don't think <laughs> in that moment we we view it as that. I guess it's, it's more of like a – a, a very uh, natural thing to say because that's typically like how we converse. Well, and also because, and I, I pick dogs and I'm sure the same could be with cats, but because we almost treat them human. Like, I mean, we, we often treat animals, our pets as our own family. You know, it's like some people say like, yeah, my kids are my two dogs, whatever this and that. So we're almost humanizing them to the point that they have now, elevated to that level of being it's acceptable to say who are you or not who are you you're not unless you're talking to the dog but he's like who's who's this who's this little guy right here see and that's another thing you'll say who's this who's this good old girl or guy now you just made them a human even though they're a dog or you've just like so like if you went gender. up like if you went up on a stray dog on the street like hey buddy who are you yeah right would you, you? you are you are uh, personifying the dog. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like that's I don't know, it's just like I said it had me wondering and it just it 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 made me wonder like if we were not human or let, more specifically, we let's say we were human but indistinguishable from each other or we didn't have this label of a name, you know, sure we could have different personalities and stuff just like any other dog does or any other animal, I should say. But dogs don't have names. We have assigned them names, which is why we elevate them and pers- you know personify them and can then address them as, who are you, little buddy? What, you know, what's your name? But If we were all uniform, I think we would just... At that point, it wouldn't be who, it would be which. Yeah, there'd be no need for the, for the question who. Because who identifies, what, a, a single entity... Doesn't have to be right, you know, like a, a a whole embodiment of a personality, like a, a who it's a it's it's a person, but but it's a specific person with defined traits. Do you do the same thing for Pokemon? Because we name them, right? Or what if you don't name them? You know, like whenever you ca- like in the game, at least. <laughs> now you just have a bunch of Pikachu's. I always name my my Pokemon. <laughs> I name all of my Pokemon. Um, okay, so I name my Pokemon, and I have my I have my team of six. I'm playing. I, I'm playing, and my wife's sitting next to me, and it's like, ah, oh, geez, uh, one of my Pokemon just fainted. My wife goes, who? Or like, no, she would go, which Pokemon? Like, which one? Which right? Which one? Yeah. Or or she'd be like, who fainted? But that means the same thing. It does mean the same thing, but which question is going to be ans- uh, asked in that situation? Probably which one. Which one, right? Because they're all Pokemon. 
Yeah. See, like even though we still like now, I now I don't know where where that because you would still say like, which is your favorite? Yeah. You wouldn't say like, who's your favorite? And maybe you maybe you one would say that if they were looking at your team of six. Okay. And they would be like, who's your favorite? And I guess maybe in that if that is the case, it would make more sense because your your team of six is more special than then all your of collection. the other in your collection. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Man, that's so fucked. So because you have favorited these six like and now you've like I guess I'm trying to figure out what is that what is that level that what's that threshold that that sends them into the who universe you know like when you would like why why at what point did did it not just become another Pokemon in your collection but it became you know experience who's who's this guy experience History. Experience and history. So because y'all have gone through battles together, yes. because you've leveled up together. And God, maybe him. maybe one particular Pokemon got you out of a, a crazy jam. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe the Pokemon held on like at the last, you know, at the last hit and, and knocked out a gym, a gym trainer. Yeah. And you won because of this single Pokemon. Now, you know, like, now he or she's special. And... You have a memory with mm-hmm. with this particular Pokemon. And they have a specific name that's not just you know, Pikachu. Yeah. Because that's the generic name for all of them. They you named him Sparky or something. Now you say, oh, who is your favorite Pokemon? You can say that, right? Who's your favorite in your in your team? Yeah. Well, you'd be addressing your team, Sparky. Yeah. But see, it gets a little it gets a little tricky because let's say just like uh like a wild person like just randomly asked you like hey who's your favorite pokemon let's say they asked you in that in that manner who's mm-hmm. your favorite pokemon instead of uh which pokemon is your favorite let's let's say like who's your favorite pokemon in that moment would you say you wouldn't say sparky right because they wouldn't necessarily know who you're talking about right so then they wouldn't even ask you that right <sighs> yeah if a wild person a wild person on the street what do they call them <laughs> you know like it's a wild Pokemon, a wild person. Like no, no, not the po- not the Pokemon, but whenever you run into like random ass people between towns and shit. Oh, like a trainer. Yeah, and and okay, yeah, and they all got like weird ass shit, right? Like, oh, like bug catcher, and <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So if you ran into one at like the bug catcher trainer on on the road between, fucking, I'm sorry, I don't know the towns, but Pallet and Viridian. <laughs> yes, you ran into him or her. They will never ask you who's your favorite Pokemon. Unless they saw that you had your team there in front of you or something, yeah. But let's say when you when you fight these uh, these bug catchers or any any NPC trainer in in, in Pokemon, mm-hmm. oh, why are we going down this road? Uh, any in, any trainer in Pokemon, they don't name their Pokemon, right? And I never named my Pokemon either. I did like the first time, and then it got confusing <laughs> because the symbols. In, in like on the Game Boy, they were kind of especially in first gen. They were yes, like very exactly. like all that's, similar. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like it's like, well, I'm not sure exactly what this is. Is this a Ratatat or is this <laughs> like you know something else? But I just know his name is like you know whatever. So I didn't do it on the on 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 at least my first round. So I don't know. It's like like I said, it's just a wild random thought that I said 
yeah, we created this language, we created language, or at least the language that we have, because there's all kinds of language, and there's some that, and shit, we're not going to open that door, but like math is a, is a language, right? Dude, I was, I was about to, I wanted to ask, like, <laughs> math is a language, right? Math is a language, isn't it? But, okay, so English is a language. Right. English didn't exist. We defined it. Right. Math always existed it existed we defined it so our definition of it is the language or does it already does it have its own just... it's what would you call it like a it's 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 like a a logical truth or a logical constant it's something that just is yeah but oh man you're you're, you're hitting on something that what was it in there's a there's a fuck. There's like seven axioms or something that we figured out that math has to follow a certain set of rules when you're talking about a set of numbers or something. Like they it's gotta be when you're applying some type of modification to numbers, they should follow these rules. These I think it's seven axioms, maybe it's ten. I don't know. This is starting to sound really like harry potter like or something like we're talking some foreign ass <laughs> shit but you know like there's the fuck when you add a plus b is going to equal like the a plus b or whatever right like yes the cumulative the cum cumulative the cumulative not yep. cumulative but oh uh communitive communitive and others and others like the one where you distribute it distributive properties there's all these different properties that we define with our english language but is there's still this underlying you know math truth and this language of that well whatever how would how would how would uh you know some extraterrestrial you know race some alien race how would they they would understand math the same way we do right not um not necessarily i mean well, those truths would still apply. In True, yeah. Whatever their world is, but okay, they would, yeah, yeah, I they would have, have they would have like a different way of representing it, right? Right. Yeah. They, they wouldn't understand it the same way we do it, but they would essentially understand the same things that we understand. But you're right, yeah. They would have their own way of defining it. They would. So it's just a different version of the same language, right? Yes. Or are these two different languages of us of something else? No, I think. I, or do they? Do they operate under? Oh well, hell, do they? Uh, I guess it it it's gonna depend on the nature of their general existence. They're obviously gonna be working on a completely different field of mathematics. Really, obviously, like. Well, maybe not obviously, but like <laughs> it. It's probable that they will be they'll be working on a completely different field. But if they're on a different field, it doesn't mean that that field is not relevant to us we just haven't gone that route but there's still going to be the basic foundations of math like again those stupid... no i i agree i agree yeah but they may represent them differently or something but that that those truths still hold no matter if it's in from our definition or our way of interpreting and expressing math or their way which could be completely different so it's still the same language but two different versions of rep representing that language yeah. Is that a fair statement? Yes. So if that's the case, 
wouldn't all of our languages that we have on earth spoken by humans be the same language just expressed in different ways like english and spanish like you could say the same thing in english and spanish you could translate it the so generally speaking you could translate all ideas that are expressed so the, in one the language truth, versus the other the 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 underlying truth let's say an apple the yeah. underlying truth is the object is the apple or, and the characteristics of the object yeah right so like uh what what makes an apple different from a pear well sometimes color but more important most importantly the taste yeah so the truth is that this object is has is defined by this taste. It's defined by our observation. I mean, more than just taste, but yeah, by our generally is by our by our observations of what it is. So let's say when we're working to, to now we're working to define it uh, via spoken language, mm -hmm. right? So I don't know early days of caveman, right? So it, it's a it's a it's a it's a single grunt. <clears throat> Right. Okay. So an apple, uh, this object with this specific taste is, uh, yeah. And now a pear, let's say two, uh, uh, <laughs> all right, there you go. So I, uh, I, God, I'm so, I'm getting so confused right now. Um, well, so, so then, well, we I guess what I'm trying to say is in similar to, to math, there is an underlying truth. About within the within the object, like we, we're we're not just making things up. Like when we when we create language, right? We're describing, we're expressing it based on our observation of what that thing is. Yeah. So that apple, we call it apple now, but in Spanish they call it manzana. That's how they that's how they describe what that object is that we all can see and agree. Yes, that's an apple. Yes, that's a manzana. Yes, that's whatever other way you could say apple. In whatever language. Bom. What? Bom. Bom? Is that French? Yeah. Nice. So are all of our different languages, you know, we talk about foreign language and learning foreign languages and stuff. Are those all not the same language? Because if math is a language, fuck, never mind. I just got lost. <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah, uh, I'm getting lost too. But um, no, it's... It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. It's just that early civilization was not together. We are all in our own little quadrants of the earth, right? We are all in our own little sets around around the earth, and from that, different cultures spawn different ways of, and different dialects of th throwing sounds, really. Yeah. Throwing sounds onto onto these objects to describe them. All maybe right. maybe this is a, a an interesting way to to branch off into the idea of a sign language. Mm -hmm. So I was I've been wondering whether or not there is a universal sign language, and if there if not, could sign language be the ultimate universal language that we could teach globally? Yeah. Hmm. Because we can all. Anyone who uses sign language all can see and have the body parts to perform that, right? No yeah. matter what spoken language we speak, could there be a universal one? I think so. Now, I, think I guess the tricky part would be 
could could everybody like could all of the languages agree on a certain structure right yes but it'll be very limited yes it, it, that's that's the crux of it is that you're you're going to be missing parts from every spoken language because every spoken language has more words based on their environment that they grew up around yeah generally speaking i don't know i'm thinking about like eskimos or whatever and like how they have i don't know 50 different words for the word snow you they wouldn't be able to express all of those different ways yeah as a as a, as a, as a like a survival mechanism you know like they 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 have to describe snow in these different ways so they have a they have a they'll have a word for that you know, because there's so many different types of snow. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anything okay, about so snow. like each each word is not describing the same snow. It's like a variation of the yeah. Kinds of snow so that for one for would see. for me and you, it might. It's like yeah, that's snow. Well, that's snow too. But that's powdered snow. That's uh, you know, some like the rock hard snow. That's whatever. And like for they, a culture that's in that environment, that is something that's very important. Right. Uh, yeah. Inherently important. So if we had a universal sign language, there might not be 50 different signs for that for snow. We would probably all have to agree for on sure, yeah. just one snow, although we could probably agree on adjectives. So now, well, I don't know, but I'm sure you could still they, you know, if it was an Eskimo trying to describe the 50 different types of snow, they would probably just have to add more to whatever the sign for snow is like you know, if they wanted to describe. A specific type uh snow now, powder uh, yes no slushy or, oh, yes yeah. yeah 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 things like that so i think bottom line it would be a limited language like yeah it's it's just it's it would be a lot more simpler i guess is a better way to put it not necessarily limited just it's got to be simplified in order to adapt for everybody you know on earth uh, for every human i guess to understand which is totally fine yeah uh, I like if 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 we could like figure out a, a a universal system that it would be easy for people to at least go out in public in a foreign country and I guess be comfortable enough to do essential things just like ordering at a restaurant or buying a ticket somewhere you know speaking to uh uh, a person at the airport, you know, things, things like that, stuff right. that you would need to may have a good time in a foreign country. And I think for most is probably the biggest barrier to actually travel to a foreign country. Yeah. I mean, I would think so. I mean, that's a big barrier to me, like uh, the, the language barrier. Really? But like so many people speak English. I think we're, we're lucky in that sense. I think it's, I think it'd be harder for, you know, a, Phil a person from the Philippines traveling anywhere they want who oh. doesn't know English. Like, what's it's Tagalog, right? Tagalog? Is Tagalog. That, is that what they speak? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Huh. I guess not. You make a good point. That, that's true. Like, a lot of people speak English. But one thing I, I will say uh, that I learned from, from watching uh, vlogs on YouTube mm -hmm. that a lot of people, if they don't speak English, they'll speak Spanish. They know Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. Like all over the place. Yeah, like they're like I saw something like in India. Yeah. Like they didn't speak English, but they spoke a little bit of Spanish. <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting. So that's why I was like, wow, I, I really need to learn Spanish. <laughs> and uh, at least growing up in Texas, 
and I mean, geez, I grew up in a Hispanic family. My my Spanish is not is actually not bad. It's mm-hmm. just, man, I don't have confidence, like you know, to, to actually like go up to somebody and start a conversation in Spanish. Right. But uh, I'm at least comfortable. I can definitely order a beer. I can order some food. And, yep. Yeah. Uh, describe some things. So you you brought up you you were talking about the cavemen society right like they they had their grunts to describe stuff do you think they had and just kind of circling back to where we started do you think they had a question for who or was it just like a point and so that like point and 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 grunt and it's like that one which is which would be which or what right like do you think they had anything specific for who like if they came out and like you know somebody was you know Robbing the the treasury bank in the village or something. You the know. treasury bank. <laughs> you know <laughs> the oh bucket where funds are held. I just <laughs> it's an adva- advanced like cave caveman society. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I, I was trying to figure out how you describe like the bucket of where. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be a treasurer, right? Like, I mean, maybe like a like an arsenal of like sharpened sticks, you know, the, like the treasure hut, right? Where all the jewels that they yeah, the loot, from, the loot, yeah, the, the loot, yeah, the, the whatever loot. that mean that means, like. all of the materials and stuff. So if somebody, if the village found out, hey, we're missing materials, would they ever say who did it or? You know, do, do you think they had, like, a, a word or grunt for that? <laughs> Fucking treasury big. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> that's a fun question. Um, I can't – I don't know. Again, um, I, I don't think that we're going to necessarily, run, you know, figure out the answer. But it just had me wondering. It's like, man, like, at what point did we – you know, because language is so – it's always evolving, right? Like always we're, I mean, we get new words added every day and then other words just die out. Like, so it's like, at what point did we find it necessary that we had to start addressing who, I mean, I'm sure it it only makes sense naturally that as civilizations grew and cities and countries started forming, you know, I, I I don't know. I I think who is a product of logic. Like so, in the in the context of of, uh, but not strictly logic, because it's no, we still they, we still have to exist for who to exist. Okay, but we'll think. Okay, let's go back to the to the the, the caveman and the theft and the, and the, and the treasury and the, bank. And the cave, yeah, the, <laughs> the treasury bank of the the caveman compound. All right. Uh, you know, if if for one thing, geez, do, do they notice? You know, do, do they notice that things? Do they even have an idea, a concept of property? Let's let's start there. Do they have a concept of property? If they do, okay, well then maybe we can we can rationalize that maybe they would understand that something of theirs is missing. All right, yeah. right. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. At an individual level, or for like the village? Either which, yeah, whichever. Well, uh, no, I think, I think it's well, important. Okay, well, because as an individual. Then you want to know? Okay, maybe at its primi- most primitive setting, I think uh, communal. Sure. Okay. So, if they at least have uh, the capacity to 
I guess, understand their community. I guess whatever that means, they have they have uh, some type of foundation to where they can rationalize what it is to be in a commune. Uh-huh. So yeah, do they do they have an uh, the the next question is do they have the capacity to understand the uh, the concept of property that these items are theirs? So what, I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is if whatever loot that they had was taken from whatever, maybe another caveman compound. Because that brings up other questions, you know, like, well, geez, now, like, this uh, caveman compound ha- can rationalize taking, you know, stealing. Yeah. So let's not go there. But, yeah, so how do, like, how do they, pers- like, where do they go after they understand that something of theirs has been taken? Do they look at it as as some moral, how do I put it, as some moral bad or do, or do they just they just see that it's gone and then they re- they replace? Well, let's go with the second one so that we don't get into some weird shit with morals, but or ethics. But let's say it was somebody internally, like so. From our perspective, whatever. Let's just say there's a thief in this village of ten, and this is all that this 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 is the contained scenario. But somebody has now started taking from the communal treasury bank loot (laughs) and everyone knows that things that, that things are missing, that things are unaccounted for. So do they begin asking who took it? Like, I don't think so. I I, I think that requires too much rational rationalization. So I think again, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to like just, view this in in its most primitive yeah. natural course of things so i'm inclined to think that there would be no uh there's no account th- there's, there's no there's no person who's like accounting and, and taking tally of of of, of the loot. yeah no no i don't think there's mm-hmm. any of that there's just like you know but what if there was th- then we're, we're outside <laughs> of like cavemen dude like <laughs> damn it this is a little more uh, uh. you know this isn't like uh, it would have the to be a, it like, did, it. Ne- did, uh, did Neanderthals like have that type of rational rational thinking? I have no idea. I mean, they built tools, but wh- okay, whatever. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So okay, so here's what I was thinking: like if if they know something has gone missing, everybody's kind of gathered, and you know they're looking at each other. Like maybe they're they're picking up on facial cues that they can read or they can uh, perceive that something is not right. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's that's one. So I think from there they don't like they don't rationalize to the point where they're pointing the fingers. Like, is it you? Was you know like they're not they're not pointing fingers. I think from there, one person starts looking, in everybody's sleeping space, and then maybe they follow. No, no, no. But before even going there or to that route, like let's let's not even figure out the thief. The whole point of this little scenario is to figure out if they can ask who. So are they asking who, or like you just said it a second ago, or if they're pointing fingers, isn't that the same equivalent of I'm pointing to the deer that we need to hunt, you know, when we're on a hunting trip or I'm pointing to the berry bush that we're foraging for. Is there any difference in that point, which is, you know, what that is or what's that or which one of those do you want me to hunt 
So then the point becomes like it, okay. So in in in, uh, in the context of the deer to hunt, so they point goal. That's that's a goal. It's like that one, which is right. it's like this that or this, that's the action. Or yeah, like that's this this is the yeah that's the goal. That's 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 our target. But so is the well, same target. Thing- a target's good. Target's good because. Because I was thinking, like, okay, in this scenario, when they're when they're trying to figure out like who took it, who took the loot, if they pointed to somebody, that's the target. Target. Okay. So there's no difference. See, I was thinking. I was thinking first. I was thinking like pointing to the deer to hunt as goal, but then that doesn't necessarily translate to pointing to a person that could could have taken the stuff. I, I was thinking maybe like they, the point was an accusation, but I think target is the right way to go. Okay, and if that's the case, then there's no distinguishing of who versus what, because what's the target? The deer. What's the target of the thief? Whoever we're pointing at. But I'm saying who I'm saying it right now. Whoever. Like, there's no logic behind it. It's just like first instinct. Yeah. So there's no need for that distinguished. Like, there's no other gesture. Like, if you're pointing at a deer, you don't, you know, open your hand and say this person here, which would, you know, could be a different word for who that's kind of where I'm getting at. It's like the, it's like, who, who is it? Like, what's, what's the gesture? I don't know. And I know whoever's listening, they can't see our arms flailing around, like <laughs> as we're doing stupid gestures, but uh, whatever, it's all hypothetical. Anyway, we like maybe I'm sure they were a lot better than just pointing. Right. Like maybe, I don't know. There's probably some era where all they did was point, but, Still, I just I just want to know, and we're not going to ever know, I'm sure, but it just had me curious that there are five ways to question the world, like five English, I don't know, maybe I hope it applies to all languages, uh, yeah. but in, in English, there are five general question words, and one of them is specifically about identifying human beings, and that's it. And 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 variations, anybody that or anything that you personify, but again, it's a thing. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a dog. So a dog is a thing. It's not a person. Person, place, or thing. It's a thing. Fuck me, man. Like, see, like, and even there, it's an NPC. Not <laughs> <laughs> full character. Oh my god. Yeah. Well. Anyways, whatever. Uh, like, like I said, it was just a thought I had the other day, and uh, I thought it'd be fun to talk about it. And I think it was. Uh, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse anymore because we could yeah. we could go all over the place. I think with this, and now I've got other ideas based on what we talked about earlier. But um, oh man, dude, that got me a little confused. I'm like, <laughs> like wrapped up my head, twisted up in my head. Yeah, there's no there's no summary to all this other than we as humans have put ourselves on in the center of the world i mean i gotta think naturally that's what we do right well yeah that's what anybody does but that's what humans do i don't know do dogs do that see like i say we could go all over the place but it's related to that i wonder how a dolphin perceives its existence or can they like do do they even think of i mean okay Fuck, all right, we're going to... Well, hasn't it been said that, like, dolphins are... Pretty intelligent. Pretty intelligent, if not uh, somewhat similar to to humans? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because they're mammals, right? Dolphins are mammals. Yeah. And 
they have brains. <laughs> well, they're trainable, but yes, I, I've, I've heard that there's some pretty good similarities there, but I, I, I don't know the extent of that. I don't know. No. Would you ever we oh we would you ever eat a whale like whale meat? Yeah, I'd eat. I, I guess try it out, right? Yeah, definitely try it out. I wonder if it's good. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you know what I had for the first time ever? Pickled herring. Have you ever had pickled herring? I have not. Man, that is some good stuff. Like fresh pickled herring, it's really good. I, I okay. Yeah, so. I was on a trip the other week, <laughs> very separate from the one that we talked about last time, but whatever. <laughs> All you do is be going on All vacation. All I do is go on vacation. But so, yeah, I went, I went up to Michigan for, for vacation and I tried pickled herring for the first time, among other things. Like there was, there was a lot going on up there, but that was, that's some really good stuff, but it has to be fresh. So coming back to Houston, I went to the store to look for this. I said, Oh man, I want to find some pickled herring. Well, they've got like commercial brand, yeah. branded packaged pickled herring. I bought it anyway, and it's okay. But I think if that was the first thing I tried, I would never eat it again. Because I know what it's supposed to taste like fresh. Yeah. This one is like, oh, man, this could be better. It's not that great, though. But I know it reminds me a little bit of, of the fresh one that I had. But anyways, whatever, little sidebar on... Do you want to do Binger Cringe? Oh, we got another Binger Cringe? Binger Cringe! All right, Binger Cringe. Let's do it. All right, all right. Okay, first first one. All right, Binger Cringe. Flaming Hot Cheeto Puffcorn. Fucking Flaming Hot Cheeto Puffcorn. God damn it. Last time we said we were going to start with something easy, and we didn't. And now we are here again. Binge or cringe? I'm conflicted. I cannot tell you whether or not to binge or cringe. I'm going to not binge it. (laughs) (laughs) And here's why, though. No, here's why. And I don't know. I can't cringe it, but I can if I binge it. That's the the paradox on this is that that shit is really good. But the fucking puffcorns, if you eat those and like too fast and you're just like fucking munching out, right? Like eating that shit, this shit tears up your mouth. Ooh, tears the okay. fuck up out of your the roof of your mouth and you're just like uh they're so good though but now like i'm bleeding and it burns and it's like, <laughs> so in moderation it's great therefore it's not a binge and so i can't cringe it either only Ooh. unless i binge it if intelligent I, answer i like it okay uh, man fuck that's hard but yes that's that's my stance on it i like it figuratively you'd binge it figuratively if yes i would i i mean literally no you're right literally i won't binge it or i should not binge it because when i do i cringe after okay and the same and if and if whoever's listening whoever doesn't like flaming hot they got the cheese version too these puffcorn the puffcorn is the key so and i guess it also goes with cheeto puffs but like it's the exact same thing they'll do the same thing yeah exactly yes so but those flaming hot Cheeto puffcorns, fucking two dollar bag, man, what a deal! That's why I like those. They're like huge ass bag for two bucks, and then you make the mistake of binging it. Well, you're gonna pay the price. So, there's my answer. It's okay. great. That's it's good in moderation. Good. Uh, well, I guess for me, I I personally have not tried the puffcorn, but I can at least say that 
Flaming Hot anything is legit. Um, I did recently try the Cheetos brand. What would you call it? Like Easy Mac. You know how like the Easy Mac, you have those little like single servings that you can put in the microwave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a Cheetos brand of that. A it, Cheetos brand of Easy Mac? Yeah, so Easy like, Mac? I guess like that Cheeto cheese flavor. Of the macaroni. And it has the macaroni that you can just throw in the microwave. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I've that never had that. That shit is good. Is it? It's good, yeah. And they also have a Flaming Hot version. Oh, wow. Really? Have that, you tried that's, that? That's, that's, that's good, too, but, oh, man, it's salty. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a little unbearable. But like flaming hot fries, that shit's the bomb. Yeah. So uh, overall, flaming hot anything, I'd binge that. You had a great uh, big brain answer. <laughs> you know, if that shit's tearing up your mouth, you gotta binge it in moderation. Yes. I will say, um, if you're lactose intolerant like me, you should probably cringe it, because uh, <laughs> at least the uh, the the Cheeto mac and cheese uh, that'll rip you up. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. All right, what's binge, next? Binger cringe. This could be a little controversial. Uh oh, what is it? Mental health. Fuck me, man. All right, <laughs> mental health. Binge or cringe? Like in what context? Because generally. <laughs> I know, I know. I like know. fuck mental health in that not not say like fuck mental health in that 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 it doesn't exist. It's just fuck the fact that there's a a health bar on our mental state. Like why is our mental state so fucking fluid that that we do have, you know, things like depression and anxiety that that interfere with our daily lives, you know, not not necessarily everybody, but it's it's a thing that exists, right? So like I that's what I mean by fuck mental health. Like why can't we just all be mentally okay? Like, why does mental? Why is that a stat? Why Why does your state have to shift a lot? <laughs> like, fuck whoever designed humans. You know, like that shouldn't have made it like that. But all right. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of weird to just say mental health. Like, how can you binge mental health? So I'll. So how about I'll, I'll binge it in like supporting the fact that it 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 is a real thing and that we should address it. I cringe a little bit in the abuse of of using it as an excuse. Yes, that is exactly what I want. I okay. said. All right. Cool. Yeah. So uh, that that that's yeah. That's my I I. It's definitely a very real thing. Yeah, our mental states shift and all that, and that definitely affects our overall health. I mean, not just our mental, but it will ultimately have lingering effects on your physical health, and you know because you might not want to do anything, so you stay in bed all day or whatever the fuck, but cringe at the fact of using it as a bullshit excuse for things that you i don't know what to say like because man it's still kind of tricky because it's like things that you were too lazy to do or whatever if whatever if if you're like, using know, if you're know, abusing like, it yes yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna judge anyone who who's yeah I'm not, I'm not gonna say oh you're just full of shit but anyone who does do that, anyone who abuses it was fully capable of doing whatever it was that they were going to do, but blame mental health as the reason for not doing it, cringe your ass. Well said. Okay. And I think, like, I won't add too much to that because, I mean, you pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, definitely cringe on anybody abusing it as an excuse. It's kind of weird. I, I feel like I see a lot more service animals and it's not like service animals for those that are blind 
It's more so oh, for yeah. s- like s- service animals for those that suffer from public anxiety or you know or something like that like somebody needs a service animal to to get on a plane or something you know no and i was just about to get there is that well because it's so easy to make your pet or yeah make your pet a service animal with the i guess it's the faa or whatever agency like in order for you to fly your your pet it's so easy to do it so people abuse it i think into for for that very purpose so that way they don't have to pay to like ship their dog or animal in some other like luggage or i don't know how they you know if you want to travel with your animal like in seat like on board they 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 you could you could register your animal pretty easily as as a service animal even though you know whether it be for emotional support I, i i think it's a relatively easy process to do that and that's when you really didn't need to like you don't need the service animal you're just doing it for the convenience of being able to take it with you on the airplane and not have to store it and pay extra luggage fee whatever the heck that yeah i would call that an abuse of it but service animals i still for the blind and and for others i mean yeah that's acceptable but i i have seen that it has gone up yeah, so uh, just to wrap up, I think I want to say binge mental health because it's actually very important to make sure that, yeah, if you got anxiety, you have to learn to manage it. If you suffer from depression, you have to learn to manage it. We all have to do it. Like, we all go through this shit. Yeah. And we all have to manage, like, find a way to manage it and, like, overcome it. I cringe at people using it at using it as an excuse for any little failure that the, that they may not want to take, you know, not own up to. Yes. And people just need to stop being soft. At at a certain point, bird up and get shit done. <laughs> yep. All right, let's move on. Oh, I like this one. All right, what is it? Binger cringe, the Karen movie trailer. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember when you when you showed me this trailer, or first when you talked about it, and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to make a Karen movie, the movie. And I thought it was supposed to be funny and satirical. Yeah. But when I saw that trailer, I was like, wait, what the fuck? This is like a horror movie. <laughs> this is scary as fuck. Um, I want to binge this shit because I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm really intrigued in what this movie is actually going to play out to be. Because you made a point also whenever you showed it to me. It's like, well, what if they're just trolling us? And it really is supposed to be like, is it really a horror movie or is it really like, I don't know. It's, See, it, it can be a, a horror comedy. Like there can be a, a comedic yes. aspect to it. And and, and initially I thought there, it should have just been com- like hearing about it. I had the impression right off the bat that it was going to be comedy. Some comedic take on here's our real world Karens in, in some theatrical, you know, in the movie. <laughs> But it turned scary like real quick. And I yeah, was like, what it's the build. Fuck? A, it's like build as a like a suspense thriller yes. horror kind of movie, right? Right. Yeah. So, so I'm not cringing at that per se. I mean, I wouldn't normally ever want to watch a movie like that. Even I mean, even if it was the comedic Karen, I'd be like, oh my god. I mean, don't we have YouTube for that? Like, there's already plenty of that. So Karen meltdowns on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, so I'm intrigued. I don't know. I, I don't want to binge it either, though. I'll binge it. Fuck it. I'll binge. I'll binge for the look, take one look. for the team. 
if it if it is the case that the director is fucking trolling us, <laughs> that would be some that's epic, epic level, epic, yes. and yes. binge all the way. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Yes, but I I gotta say. That doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to be like an actual serious movie that is of the horror genre, similar to, you know, like Get Out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I say that just because, well, A, the, the tone of the uh, the tone of the, uh, of the trailer. Yeah. It, 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 it's billed as a serious movie. Which is why I say, it, if the director is trolling us, is it's it beautiful. really serious? I mean, okay, yeah, 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 you're right. But you know, like, like, like a, a legitimate I know, I know. movie, like, like a legit, not a like parody, is... not a, a horror comedy. You know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The only elements that they displayed in the trailer were that of like a suspense horror. True. Yes. Um, that's why I say, if if it is the case that the director is fucking trolling us, beautiful. I love it. <laughs> uh, but again, I don't think that's the case. I think it's built. It's supposed to be like a serious movie. Uh, there was an interview with the lady that is playing the Karen. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, and she made comments about like uh, she felt it was important to do this movie because of you know cultural racism type stuff. Like. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Like, not those words exactly because I'm paraphrasing, but. In general, that was the nature of the of her response, like within within this interview. So I was just like, "Oh, come on!" Like, and so based off of that, I it straight cringe for me. Well, um, yeah, that's turning more into a cringe from my from my end as well. I mean, but if I didn't know any of that, I'm still intrigued. And maybe like, that's the problem is that we we're, don't like do we do we really need another white people evil like you know like white people hate black people white people evil kind of movie like Yeah, we need that. We don't have enough of those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Actually, I, I can't I don't know. Do we have any white people evil movie? I can't think of one. Well, I mean, any any movie that's like uh, you know, a white serial killer. I mean, <laughs> oh, pretty much all serial killers are white. So yeah, never mind. Yeah. Jason, like fucking Michael Myers. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody... I mean, Freddy Krueger was probably white before he got burned, right? Yeah, he was. Okay, yeah, yeah Krueger. He's that's definitely German. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, based off that notion, uh, it's de- definite cringe. Although, like, just just the the trailer itself is pretty hilarious. But yeah, I'll no, cringe that. All right. All right. Let's move on. Binge or cringe. Living off the grid. Living off the grid. All right. Yeah, I would binge this. So I went to Michigan for for a week, and I didn't have any cell service. I didn't have anything. And it was fucking glorious. It is exactly what I needed. We've been so locked in, and I don't mean locked down, but, I mean, just like my job and, and just our everyday life, whether it's pandemic or not, is it – it revolves around computers and smartphones and everything and everything that we touch is it's some technology that we have to touch. So going up there and first off losing signal completely and just going out on living in this, uh, camp of, of like we we were in a, in a house that was built, but there was no electricity, no running water, no nothing. We did have gas. We had propane gas and, it was just like really refreshing. Everything was fucking quiet. You know, 
I was back in my natural habitat. I was, I was, I'm Mark the Bear, right? I was back out in the woods. We went fishing, hiking. Oh, I know and, you went fishing. Hell yeah, I went fishing. Although <laughs> I, I, I struggled a bit because, you know, tools. I'm used to using my claws, but whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it was, it was really good. So I'm, I'm, I, I don't think it's for everybody. I think I could see people not enjoying it, but I'm fucking binging all the way, living off the grid. Fucking being self-sufficient—that's that's that's a total binge in my book. Like you think you could, you could do the lifestyle indefinitely. I think I could do that. Yes. So okay, so you're living off the grid, but you're also all right. The whole self-sufficient part. We still went like in town to get groceries and shit. Like we weren't like fucking foraging for berries and hunting, but we did <laughs> eat the fish that we caught. I mean, there's so and. You know, although we didn't do any hunting, but there's because it's not hunting season. But, you know, you could hunt out there if you want. You hunt for deer and you you, you can do that. So so it, it was kind of a mixed thing. I mean, technically off the grid in that there was no electricity, but we still did rely on society's provisions. Conveniences. Like, yeah, you know, go to the store and get your pickled herring. You know, that's that's how I tried it. We got it out from the grocery store, but. So yeah, I'll binge it all the way. I think I could do that absolutely indefinitely. If I was at, if I was just retired and had not to, didn't have to worry about money, I could do that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I feel. I want to say, uh, I want to binge it as well, but I like being clean. <laughs> I like. <laughs> you know, it's funny I like because YouTube. That, <laughs> that that's that that that's a true. I mean, that's a fair point because. It's different to clean yourself out there. And even like restrooms and stuff like there's no, yeah, you don't get the luxuries of toilet. So there are those. And at first it was a little bit weird, I guess, thinking like, oh man, like this isn't normal, but you get used to it and it's all good. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe you won't. I don't know. But so for, uh, I think at least for me, uh, for me, I definitely won't cringe this. I'll binge it in the sense that I think it's it would be it would definitely be healthy to um you know unplug yes for you know for a small amount of time and just go out and experience nature and do what you can to like to really be self-sufficient as much as you can like you said catching fish and eating it you know yeah. sca- you know catching uh, catching fish scaling it gutting it all that, all that stuff and preparing it to to cook hunting, you know, skinning a deer, cooking, like, those are all skills that are worthwhile to acquire. Yeah. So, um, in that sense, I definitely binge, uh, living off the grid. Those are all things that I'd love to, I'd love to do, but I just don't think I have it in me to, to really adopt the lifestyle, like, whole, like, whole, yeah, wholesale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that's, that's what I said, I, I'm soft. I, I could see people not, <laughs> and no, I wasn't even thinking, you know, I was actually thinking about some other people, but, um, <laughs> some other friends like yeah they couldn't do this at all like they'd, they'd get so fed up after a day or two that it's like nope i'm done with it but i think you'd survive like the week like the same time period that i went out there at, at least oh yeah i'm a raccoon dude i'm i'm durable man but some but- of the some of the treks that we went on i was like holy cow i did not know that we were going to be going through this like we're going to run over this log over this running river and if you fall fuck like that oh, could God. be the end <laughs> <laughs> things like that were kind of like all right yeah this is real um 
we'll be all right. Let's go. And just, you know, just get out of your head for a second. And then, you know, you, you'll be fine. That's pretty tight. It is. It, cool. it, it really was. And like I said, I was really surprised and take it. I was like, I did not know we were going to go through some of these things that we went through, but it was fun, very adventurous. And I like that. And it was so quiet, so quiet. But anyways, I, I could go on and on. I don't think anybody wants to hear about our. Yeah, I like that. All right. Last thing. Um, All right. Last, last thing, one. Last thing. Binge or cringe? Motorcycles. Motorcycles. I binge that. Binge it all the way. Easy answer. Hell that yeah. should have been number one. <laughs> Fuck. If anybody out there wants to ride a motorcycle, I suggest learn and get one. So much fun. Yeah, but also do it responsibly. like, And that with an emphasis, like absolutely. Because you can easily get carried away on it and don't do it because your life is hanging by a thread, literally. So now I'm scaring everybody from motorcycles, but really just, I mean, it's really, you got to just take the precautions. Ryan knows very well. It just means you have to be a lot more aware and assume the responsibility, like own up to that and always, always know what you're doing before you get on a motorcycle. Just like, just like with anything, people say, you know, be responsible, know your state of mind before you get behind the wheel. But cars are so easy to turn a key and just step on a pedal at least motorcycles, you do have to have the skills to do that. But just be responsible is all I'm saying. Yes. yes. But binge it. Hell yeah. Motorcycles are awesome. It's so much fun. And yeah, it's very important not to be a douchebag on a motorcycle. You'll be humbled very fast. Yeah. Very fast. And it won't, sometimes it won't be pretty. I was lucky. I was lucky. I had my accident. My bike was totaled. My first bike was totaled. And uh, I got lucky that all I suffered was a broken arm. But I learned from that, and we're back on it. So binge it. Nice. Binge it. And also, don't be a douchebag even if, if you're in a car. Two yeah. motorcycles. Like, give them some space. They're the ones out in the open air going the same speed as you in your fucking steel cage. So, or aluminum cage. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever it is now, nowadays. <laughs> uh, how about one more thing? Even if you're on land you're on ground you're walking you're in a store don't be a douchebag why wait well what, what kind of douchebags on on like cutting you off what <laughs> well no like you know it's one thing to be a douchebag on the road that's a completely different beast altogether but you know like when you're out in public don't be a douchebag oh know? yeah say Just... like say hi to people once in a while like what's all this what, like, what, what is with all these people like looking down at the ground like when you pass them on the sidewalk look at look at somebody in the eye and say hello no, nah, then you could be a creep, perceived as one at least. It depends. I, I mean, don't go don't, like don't go up to a, a female like smell her hair and say hey like. That's <laughs> well. that's completely different than you know just like walking and you know, and just like waving and say oh you know, hello. We don't do that anymore. Like it's so weird. I, I would I'll do that when we're out walking and. And just like people just like looking at the ground. First of all, don't just look at the ground. You get robbed. Yeah. You be aware of your surroundings, but come on, you know, acknowledge people like. Yeah, that's true. But I, I was I thought you were going to say like you, they were going to probably be a douchebag or like I'm trying to think of a douchebag like at the store or something. What would be the definition of a douchebag at a a douchebag at the store uh, taking up two parking spots in the parking lot? Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. don't be that douchebag. <laughs> That's one. Yeah. All right. All right. But never mind. <laughs> you know, when I was on that trip in Michigan, so whenever we'd be on the roads, you wouldn't see that many people on the roads out there. Like if we we're going to go in town for some groceries or something, 
So you could be out on the road for like 30 minutes and pass two cars like, and that's it. But the interesting thing is, and you just reminded me of is that as you're passing each other, you wave at each other because there aren't very many cars on the road. So it's like, eh, you, no matter who it is, you don't, you have no idea who that is, but you just wave at them. It just reminded me of that. Oh my gosh. I have a story. I know we're, I know it's, it's getting long, um, All right. but I, I have a story. It, it was, it's a weird moral conundrum. Uh Oh, okay. So this was uh, not this past week, but the week before that on a Thursday, I'm going to meet my coworkers for a uh, a team building meeting, but it was really like a going away, like lunch, for, uh-huh. you know, for me. So I leave, I leave my apartment, and I'm not even, I'm not, I'm, I kid you not, like I'm not even like down like one stop sign, and there's there's an older, uh, an elderly lady sitting in her driver's seat with the door kind of ajar, and her her hazard lights are on. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like stopped at the uh, at the stop sign, pulled over into the bike lane, so all the way as, as far as she could uh, on the on the curb. So I pull up next to her because the street's two lane at the stop sign, and I, I see her, but I don't think anything of it, and I uh, I, I just go past her. Yeah. But uh, I see her, and I, I see that she's just sitting like in, in the car, um, hazard lights on, door jar, like I said, and I pass her. And I'm looking behind me. No one's stopping. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I got to turn. I have to, like, at least ask, you know, if she needs, like, a tire change or something, right? Okay, yeah. I turn around. Uh, I'm on the other side of the median at this point. Uh, I roll my window down. And I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, do you need help? Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I asked, excuse me, ma'am, are you okay? She says, no, I need help. Like, okay. I'm going to pull around. I pull around the median, park behind her. She approaches me. I get in my car, and I, I meet her. So she goes, like, my car broke down. I'm waiting on – I'm, I've already called the tow truck. I'm waiting on the tow truck to get here. Um, the fee is uh, 60 – the fee is $60. I have 42 All right. All right. Scam. <laughs> it's a hustle. I get it. Oh my god! So yeah, she you know she she gives me that story, and she says like all I need is you know eighteen dollars you know to pay the fee. I'm like, she's it's it's a scam, right? But the lady's like seventy. She's an old lady, and I was worried that. So I I thought it was a scam. It had all the symptoms of a scam. All this, all the, all, all the signs of a scam. She's an older, elderly lady. I, I didn't want to just be like, oh, uh, no, I'm sorry, like, and just like drive off, and then she's fucking stuck there, you know, like, right, uh, you know, <laughs> she's an old lady, again, like she's at least late sixties, early seventies. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, I have fifteen dollars here and f- $15 f- fucking inflation that's worthless to me <laughs> that's nothing on the off chance that it was not a scam at least I could have helped her in that moment yeah you know she thanked me said oh you know god bless you blah blah, blah. so she went back to her car I went back to mine and I 
you know, I took off. Uh, shortly thereafter, I call Hannah. So I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, I just got hustled. Right? That's what it was. Uh-huh. I call Hannah, my wife. Yes. She's uh she's she's working from home on this day and I tell her what just uh, I tell her what just happened mm-hmm. and I I ask her to step out and go see if she's still there. And if she is, you know, just walk by and ask if she needs help, you yeah. know. If she got the same <laughs> story, yeah. boom, like scam confirmed. Confirmed, right. right. Hannah's like, "Oh, you kind of got me curious." Okay. So she walks out and she says, well, I don't see anybody. The lady had already taken off. Fuck that. How long, how long was that? Not, not enough time for a tow truck to have come and gone. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Really? Yeah. It's like fucking knew it. Damn. The moral of the story. Do not help people. No, that's not the moral of the story. <laughs> it's just that. And, and I didn't want to interrupt the story, but there were so many things I would have been like, wait, I would have waited Okay, so there's options, right? It's like she you said her wait. car broke yeah. down. It's like really well. Let's see what's going on. Even if I know nothing about cars, which is a true statement, like it's like well, let's see what's going on. Can we try to start it? What's going on when it starts it? Just so I would know, you know, maybe it'll make some crunchy sound or whatever. I won't know how to fix it, but now I know for sure this car won't start. Yeah. So that proves it there. Uh, but if she just goes off and 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 starts it, and it's like oh look, looks like you're good and up and running, like. Off you go. Like, you don't need it. Call the show truck and tell them not to come. So that's one that, That's one option, and that's, I think, the quickest one. Because the other, the first one I had in mind was, well, why don't we wait for the tow truck, and then I'll, I'll help cover the cost once he gets here to tow your truck. Yeah. But now that inconvenient, that, that's inconvenient for you because now you got to wait. You're wasting time when you're on your way to go do some things. Yeah. So – Two things I would have done. Those are the t- or those are the two options I would have considered. Or I would have just been like, "Fuck that! I'm not even gonna try." To somebody else, it's gonna go. Which is your moral of the story? Don't help anybody. But yeah. it's kind of fucked. That yeah. sucks, man. Like, so really, like how how like you called Hannah immediately after? Uh, well, not immediately, but like you know, like three minutes after. That's pretty immediate. Like that's not enough for a tow truck to exactly. It takes, yeah. And. No. uh but it's just like, you know, I, I've I've encountered this kind of scam like plenty of times before. You can go to the gas station, you know, like somebody comes up to you like, hey, man, I just need I just need for you a know, bus like, fare and all that. Right. Yeah. Like, or like, say, my, you know, my car ran out of gas. I just I'm just like, can I just get like five bucks, you know, like, for you know. Yes. I, I, I I've experienced those scams multiple times, even like especially off of Montrose. There was a particular lady that was always in, uh, on Montrose at like she was always there, like every other day. And it's like, lady, I see you, I know you. Like, <laughs> you don't remember me? No. My my goodness, but uh, you know things kind of change when you see like an an elderly person like you kind of give them a little bit more leeway as to be a better person because because they're, they're more vulnerable. And yeah. All that. Yeah. And, uh, so I mean, Hey, lesson learned, you know, it, it's probably a, a good philosophy to maybe just have a, uh, a, a general rule not to give strangers cash. And, yeah. you know, you can always tell somebody that like, Oh, I'm sorry. I ha-, you know, I just, I don't give strangers cash. Uh, like you said, like, you could why, why don't I wait for the tow truck and maybe I can you know help cover the cost right um I did not think about you know 
seeing, what seeing was if the if uh, you know we could start the car if there was anything I could do because I don't know anything about cars but like you said didn't matter all I had to do was open the hood and it's like here why don't you try to like crank the ignition for me you know if it starts oh boom you're good on the way on right. the way you go right and if it doesn't then you just hear like now now you're like oh man that does sound fucked or whatever and whatever like you you, you can't you can't offer any but that was help. an easy confirmation but exactly. I didn't think about that yeah. at the time so um. I had my ways to go. If she, I was wondering if maybe she needed like a tire change or something like that. I mean, uh, that's something that, you know, quick and easy that anybody can take care of. If nobody was stopping to help, that was at least something, you know, I right. can do. But uh, no, I should I should have known better. I, I, I pretty much knew I was going to get hustled. But fifteen dollars is a small price, a uh, small price to pay to, to confirm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so that. Yeah, that that's that's my story. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Man, dude, you can't trust anybody, man. And it's 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 it's. Were we sucks. just talking about not being a douche earlier? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's it, like, it, don't say hi. no, no. That's why we don't say hi to everybody because you never know who's gonna fucking try to. Hey, fair like fair enough, but you know, like, <laughs> I, I'm trying so hard these days to not be cynical, and it, it's stupid little things like that that really just like kick you back down to you know just being being like very cold and cynical about life in general you know and that's it's not it's not a way to live life it's not a good way to live to look at things no it's not you're right so i guess yeah i don't know i don't have a solution for that but well i mean give people i'd say give people the benefit of the doubt but i think a good rule to have is not give uh cash to to strangers yes and and yeah you know if if you tell them that, then I think most scammers will probably have a very visible tell, you know, a frustration because they're not getting what they want. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, so like just straight up telling them, I don't give cash to strangers, but I can help you out. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Something that's like, help. oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't give cash to, strange, uh, but cash let's to strangers. But let's see how I can help you or whatever. Yeah. But you're not getting any cash from me. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. So I think going forward, if if I ever encounter that situation again, that's probably the the route I'm gonna go. It just be- it just sucks that you know it's it's an elderly woman, and or it, was it? I mean, she had like gray hair and was it a wig? I mean, no, it didn't look like a wig. I've seen wigs. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, like I did a bunch of face makeup and stuff, and a I mean, very that's, elaborate. That's a very ex- elaborate way to just like you that's know con fifteen bucks, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if you get fifteen bucks every, never mind. No, that's that's still not enough. I mean, at the very at the very most, I mean, they could go. Uh, she could, you know. All right, I got fifteen bucks from this neighborhood. Now I can hit up, you know, a neighborhood a few streets down. Uh, yeah. And uh, wait another ten minutes or fifteen yeah. minutes. That's still like a dollar a minute if you're getting at that. I don't yeah, know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sixty I guess, bucks an hour. I guess how I looked job. at it, like if you know, if this if this lady is desperate enough to to conduct herself in like that pathetic manner, yes, you know, like, pitiful, like, yeah. yeah, then you know, preying on the sympathies of like other people because. Being being middle age is one thing, but when you're old, there's a, a, a there's another factor that people consider, and yeah. uh, to prey on that is is that is just or to exploit uh, that. Yeah, is is fucked. That's poor character. But I mean, she probably needed that fifteen more than I do. Like I said, it's inflation. That's just worthless. <laughs> oh boy. All right, that that's my story, and uh, why don't we leave it at that, huh? All right, I think so. 
So we've covered some crazy shit, but all right, whatever. It's all good. It's a different type of episode today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Glad to have you back, Mark. Yep. Good to be back. And uh, we'll be doing some more regular sessions here up in the near future. So look forward to that. And with that, I guess that's it. Yeah, we'll sign off. Signing off. Mark the Bear. Brian the Raccoon. We're out of here. All right. See ya. So it so it does boil down to Dude, I just had deja vu. What? Yeah, I just had deja vu. Oh like, what of this conversation about personifying a dog. <laughs> so it was trippy. Alright, sorry. Alright. <laughs> now we're keeping that though. But uh <laughs>